What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today is a super talented Mr. Nick Lyons. Hey guys. And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working for the man. You can email us, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show, questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, artist suggestions, show topic ideas. We're on YouTube.com slash MoGraph, and of course, MoGraph.com. Uh, if you want to check out the schedule and things, go to MoGraph.com slash live. You can see all the info there. Uh, you could also turn on MoGraph TV, which is MoGraph.com slash TV. And you can watch MoGraph TV 24-7. All 24/7. the MoGraphs. Turn it on, rip the knob a, off. If you don't get enough of it while at work, you can enjoy it at home. That's right. Nick says he watches MoGraph TV. So there's it's one all, person. It's all I watch, actually. Twenty four seven until it stops. I won't stop. Right. All right. This particular it's going pretty well. Like you know, if the stream goes down, I'll, I'll turn it back on. But this one's been going since June 29th. Knock on wood. This That's one hasn't awesome. crashed. That's awesome. Um, got some new content we're putting in there pretty soon. You'll probably yep. see some of the replays of some uh, of the recent events, like SeaGraph, yeah. which we'll talk yeah. about in a second. By the way, SeaGraph and. Um, Maybe some like VFX and chill. We're gonna have some new commercial cool. segments and uh, like new like little you know those little MoGraph nugs, those little bumpers. We got a huge amount of those coming down the pipe, and uh, so yeah, that's gonna be cool. And SeaGraph um, was great, amazing presentations. Uh, so good, so good. We we managed to broadcast in 4K, which yeah. I think people really liked that because I'm telling you, you play the, this back on full screen on your computer, and it's like you're on that person's computer. Yeah. <laughs> so it's how nice. was the uh, how was the uh, the bandwidth like? It was incredible. But yeah, uh, which it's is Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, which is why we could do 4K. We can't always right. do that. Uh, you know, we we had a pretty decent line, but some people were like, "How are you even getting a live stream out at all? We can't even get a live stream out." And it's like, "Well, oh, really? You, you can't live stream over Wi-Fi. You you yeah. have to you have to be wired in, and you got to do it right." Yeah. Um, but all of that worked. It was really cool. Um, some great presentations. There were some previews of some things. That, yeah. that uh, a couple people presented, you know, it was it, it was really funny because uh, uh, Paul, I think Ellie showed something off and Paul was like, yeah, oh, you really, really weren't supposed to show this. You know, and yeah. it, he was joking, but she didn't know he was going to joke about that. And she really yes. thought she was in trouble for a second. It's like, no, that was that was planned. That was a planned preview. He told um, her right after that. Right. Because I saw the fear yeah. in her face. Oh, yeah on the live stream <laughs> yeah you even texted me you're like well, did she not know she couldn't show that yeah. it's like no th- that was all planned but she didn't know apparently he was gonna joke about That's it um, some really cool stuff that Noseman showed off if you go to the very last yeah. presentation and, and look at that too uh, but no idea when anything is coming don't ask me I don't know I, I don't ask I don't ask because I don't want to know yeah, <laughs> you don't want to accidentally spill yeah, something. Right, yeah. exactly. That's why I don't do the beta. I mean, I don't do the beta because I, I, I would just neglect it. But yeah. like, but also like, I like to be able to speculate, like you say all the time. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, so that was cool. New friends, old friends. It, it was a little bit different, but it's it's cool that Seagraph is still going. Um, yeah. After how was all of the, this. How was the crowd? Was it, like, big like it normally is or medium-sized like it normally is? Was there less vendors? It was Was okay. Otoy there? Otoy was not there. You know, I, I think what happened is, like... Oh, uh, Maxon did not bring the gigantic booth from, from right. NAB. Um, and just because I think that it, re- I think everybody in general coming to Seagraph was just a little shy about like really how much to put into this because right. there was like no idea how many people were really coming back. And, right. You know, um, plus, you know, Seagraph tried to get going again a couple times and, and canceled and. Yeah. So, uh, I think it's funny. I think at the last minute, a lot of big vendors showed up out of the blue. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Um, I mean, like Meta was there. There was there were some big booths really? just all of a sudden that came out of nowhere. I think, and um, uh, even Blender was there. Did you know Blender was free? What? <laughs> I I don't know how they paid their employees, but you know. Right. I saw EJ's Through post. Donations. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> This booth was free. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go play pranks on them. Yeah. <laughs> so there was that. Uh, that That's pretty much it. We, we just had a great time catching up with some people that we hadn't seen in a while. And, um, you know, especially people from Vancouver. Went to some cool restaurants and, and hung out and stuff. And um, it's a little more laid back than NAB. NAB, yeah. it's like... As soon as you finish today, you go direct to a party, or no, you go yeah. direct to a dinner, then you go yeah. direct to a party and a bar and all the things, and you're out till 4 a.m. It's just like yep. too old. And then old. repeat for four more days. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And you're just worn down. And uh, yeah, it's 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 just was great to nerd out and all of that. And um, I, I think that it will come back, you know, over time. It's you gonna think get, so? It's going to get bigger again. That's what it feels like to me. I, yeah. I think that we just needed this one to kind of put the feelers out and just see, yeah. you know, what is everybody doing? What's the crowd like? What's, you know, and I don't know where it's going to be next time. I'm assuming it's going to flop back to L.A., but yeah, I would think you never so. know. I don't really know. They probably, they, I'm sure they're planning it already, but I haven't really looked to see. Yeah. Um, let's see. Anything else on the list? Uh, no, uh, the next thing on the list Columbus Society of Communicating Arts. Matt yes. and I will be speaking on Thursday. Thursday. So if yes. you are in Columbus, uh, come and say hi. Uh, there's going to be like a little mixer thing, and then we're going to mm-hmm. chat, mostly taking questions and things. But we're going to talk about, we're going to have like a small presentation on, uh, like Matt's going to talk about NFTs. I'm going to yeah. talk about AI and, um, you know, how we're talk about the industry in general where we see the future of it going and stuff like that yeah exactly and speaking of uh, the industry in general and where it's going that is what (laughs) half res is about as well yes uh we are proud sponsors of of uh of half res half res Mm -hmm. is uh what is the date we should look up the date it's in chicago obviously i I know this yeah it's uh, september 9th 9th 9922 yeah so make sure you get your tickets to that. Come out. You know, you can generally get a cheap ticket out to Chicago on, like, Southwest or something. Just come for a day. And uh, and uh, let's let's bring the 
the community event stuff back. Like, yeah, come, totally. come join us. Let's hang out and uh, and chat. But uh, yeah, speaking of <laughs> the industry Mo- changing, Mo- MoGraph <laughs> is dead. I'll praise 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 MoGraph. Yes, <laughs> uh, long live MoGraph. That's that's long the theme. MoGraph is dead. I, I love how we're sponsoring. MoGraph is right. sponsoring, and the theme is MoGraph is dead. But <laughs> but that's that's kind of the joke, right? It's like yeah. long live MoGraph because there's these new subsets of the industry there's all yeah. this other stuff going on like nfts and it's ai not the same mograph anymore exactly not your mother's mograph no. <laughs> um it's it's interesting to see all of this going on because like even at seagraph you see the new up-and-comers coming up through the industry and that's never happened before because there was no yeah. industry before so we're mm-hmm. seeing these generations come in for the first time so um very interesting and there's going to be some talks on that um the speakers at half res uh gavin shapiro yeah clinton jones uh-huh. you got colin likes you got jonathan winbush you got joey cornman like that is killer right there that is yeah, a killer a lineup. lineup loving that um so yeah everybody come out join us it's going to be a really fun time um and it's it's going to be a great way to catch up with people if you haven't been to an event in a while so do it next thing on next thing on the list before we get to nick is is i guess uh camp i don't know if there are up dates right now are there there okay so the only update that i have is you know we've had a few people who have uh said that they can't come so, if you're on the wait list, uh, make sure and check your emails because we may or keep an eye on your emails because uh, we may be going through that list and like sending a few emails out saying, "Hey, we've got some tickets available." There mm-hmm. may be. We've got to go through it like on our normal camp uh, meeting day and double check everything, but uh, there may be a few tickets available. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're just jamming through and getting everything ready we are five weeks away yeah. from camp and is it five weeks or is it's it less no, than five it's now four weeks yeah it's four it weeks oh my god hey this is dave i just wanted to stop for a moment and thank our sponsor otoy the creators of render network and of course octane but i don't have to tell you that you know who they are you see the results of their render engine all over the interwebs and we're very grateful that they're supporting what we're doing at mograph.com from this podcast to MoGraph TV, to events like local meetups and Camp MoGraph and all our community building efforts. We can't wait to show you what's in store, all thanks to their support. Go check them out at otoy.com. Now back to the madness. Oh my gosh, yeah. it is a month away. So we've got oh. a lot to do in that front. Um, if you are like, uh, for example, Nicole Ruggiero, she can't come. So yeah. I'm kind of bummed about that. I was looking forward to uh, catching up. But uh, she actually posted exactly she's like one month away. Yeah, yeah, wow. from today. She's she's selling hers on Twitter. Or she was selling hers yeah. on Twitter. If you're in a situation where you don't want to try and find somebody to sell that ticket to, however, I don't think you'll have a problem with that, you can always contact us and we will do a buyback and we will easily find somebody on that wait list to give it to. Um, That's up to you. I know there's people that have been waiting on the wait list that would really like the ticket. uh, So that's an easy way to find someone. But, you know, if you're trying to turn a profit, you know, (laughs) (laughs) go for it. Put it up on StubHub, right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yes. any camp tickets on StubHub. Yeah. Look that up. 
But why don't you give <laughs> us the lowdown on the sponsors, and then we'll get Absolutely. into the show. Absolutely. Uh, big shout out for our to our sponsors. Uh, first up, Otoy, our global sponsor. We appreciate them. Otoy is presenting Camp Mograph. We're super excited to have them on board. Um, also, our village sponsors, uh, Maxon and Video Copilot, and our gold sponsor, Grayscale Gorilla. So big shout out to all of them. They help keep uh, ticket prices down. And uh, we got some crazy cool swag this year. We are super mm-hmm. excited about it for everyone to get. Uh, if you're coming to camp, make sure and leave a little bit of extra room for your swag. So Yes. And for the love of God, make sure that you read your emails. It is not an yep. easy place to get to. You're not just no. going to hop in a five-minute Uber. And if you don't know that already, yeah, you should read your emails and make sure. It a, it's a $75 Uber. So mm-hmm. just be prepared you know and the way you can be prepared is by checking your emails going to the camp yes. portal and signing camp up portal. for a shuttle yep so yep. you don't have to pay Absolutely. 75 dollars there, there you go <laughs> yeah so uh definitely make sure you do that make sure you got your flight booked I'm looking at you yep. ej ej doesn't have his flight booked i don't believe so oh my gosh that shams guy. shams doesn't have her flight booked, and she's going somewhere what? in virginia after that i'm like you better get your ticket Jeez. It's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Nick Nick and I, our tickets to Vancouver were like $5,500. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> Prices of flights. You, you, if you have not bought, we're a month out. You're you're in bad territory if you don't buy it like yeah. today. So, it's insane. Yeah. <clears throat> so that is it for that. So, Nick, let's, let's talk to you. We have not caught up in a long time. Yeah. I think it was SIGGRAPH LA was the last time we hung out or something. Yeah. Like yeah. a long time ago. I think it was like 2017. Yeah, I believe so. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been so long. Yeah, I know. And and we had that little conversation right after my talk. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And it yeah, just yeah. stuck in my head. And I was like, I got to talk to these guys again. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to yeah, them. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. And, and so we'll start at the beginning. And, and for people who haven't met you before, uh, just uh, give everybody an idea of what you do. And then, uh, and then let's go into your school or not school or, yeah. or background and everything and uh, tell everybody who you are. Yeah. Um, so I am from California originally. And I went to Savannah, Georgia, uh, Savannah College of Art and Design um, with. Dad. Good old Scad, yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, I know uh, Sakani went there. He was on the show a few uh-huh. days ago. He and I went to school together, and uh, quite a few other people. And then I went to uh, LA and worked at Blur Studio for two years, and uh, kind of got my uh, cut my teeth in the industry at Blur, and uh, which was an awesome place to start. It's right after Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, so it was really mm-hmm. exciting to kind of start out there, and yeah. It was, total dream and uh and then i wanted to move to the uk for a little bit and uh, i thought you know i'll just be there for a year but <laughs> i'm still here now so i, I worked at territory for four okay. years territory studio mm-hmm. with pedro what made you want to move there um i just i was i i liked la a lot but i just wanted to um i just wanted to travel a little bit i was like i was 27 or 28 at the time Mm-hmm. Just a, a little sparkle in my eye and a dream, a dream in my heart, and right. uh, and yeah, I just wanted to uh, travel for a little bit, and I was like, I can always come back. My family's in California, and I thought, you know, I'd come back eventually, and yeah, I just really liked it out here. Um, I like the, you know, as you're talking about the flights, like the flights were really cheap at the time, going all around Europe, like 
you can go all, all over the place for like 30, 50, 30 to 50 dollars like pretty quick flight anywhere from london nice. and uh and yeah territory is great it was a really good studio um i was uh their, their first person that they sponsored there so it oh, was uh, interesting yeah it was a good experience so david and, and nick took a bit of a gamble because sponsoring people is you know in the states like if you know anyone that's on a green card it's like a total pain or a visa yeah. mm-hmm. and uh but it's equally as difficult here so it was good but yeah i am um, i worked there for for four years as like a 3d motion designer doing like film and installation and uh kind of experiential work okay. and since then um i went freelance for, I've been freelance for I think almost three years now, which is crazy because it feels it feels like yesterday. It's weird how freelance just seems yeah. to go by so fast for some reason. But uh, but yeah, I've been freelancing since then. Um, I yeah was in London when the lockdown hit and COVID hit and mm-hmm. everything, and I was working at a studio that was doing work on Guns and Roses, and we were like oh wow the government's coming on to the onto the tv and they're like oh it's probably there's like this thing going around like some guy came back from the alps with like a cough in kent and uh and he started he's like it's not a big deal everything's gonna be fine and i was like okay this is a bit weird and then you know started spreading and then a couple girls at the office were starting to cough and they were starting Mm. to say like like the british have a similar mindset as as americans when it comes to getting sick there's like you go you go to work because you're like i want to i want to show that i'm like good yeah. at what i do i'm invested right. and right. the british do the exact same thing so <laughs> the whole office was sick i still haven't got it which is surprising but uh-huh. um but since then uh, my wife and i moved out to uh, cornwall which is like uh five hours outside of london and we're kind of living the uh the, the classic post-covid life got a dog bought a house <laughs> nice got, about four miles from the ocean so yeah it's uh it's pretty good it's it's it turned out really well and uh yeah i kind of have my my career to thank for that you know to you know yeah. it's good that we're in like a good place um to move but uh you know a few years earlier it might have been a bit more difficult i think right. if i was a bit more junior but mm-hmm. um but yeah it worked out pretty well thankfully what some of the what's some of the work that you've been doing uh recently uh, I've been kind of... I if you can talk about it at all. I mean, I yeah. understand how that goes. Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send 3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your Your source source for all things indie film. film.
Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. It's in this manila envelope right here. It's confidential, but yeah. no. Um, that doesn't uh, matter these days, so. I know. <laughs> You're right. I know. <laughs> What's an NDA? I don't know. No. But uh, I, I worked. Um, so when lockdown hit, I so the the whole Guns N' Roses thing kind of went bottoms up because you know all the concerts were canceled. So mm-hmm. I started reaching out to some old friends and clients in the states, and I hooked up with Possible in L.A. Mm-hmm. and uh, which people Mike Mike was working at for yeah. uh, for pretty much Permalance, and because uh, I really wanted to get into kind of like live visuals and do you know just kind of. I really love music at the same yeah. time, so uh, yeah, it was, it's really cool. I work with them quite a lot. They're they're one of my uh, one of the clients I work with the most. So we work they work on like Justin Bieber and Lady Gaga and Kanye and stuff like that. And uh, and then when I'm not doing that, I work with some studios doing like museum kind of experiential work and like large format LCD LED display type work. And uh, yeah, I, fi- I find. Uh, yeah a lot of that type of stuff so it's it's cool it's really like you can be pretty creative and um yeah it's quite a fun i do a lot of led stuff and i i really do like when it when of course you know some of it's some of it can be simple right when you're doing like Mm -hmm. led stuff if it's just kind of a an afterthought kind of behind someone but you know it can be really fun and it can be really rewarding because um you know doing like integrated set design and and you know especially if it's like an artist that you like you know it makes it even better and it's it's very rewarding because you'll see it in concert or you'll see a youtube video where you'll see like you know what a tv show was on or something and it's 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 kind of rewarding to see it all come together you know because from your side you're just sitting in front of the computer screen you don't get to (laughs) see it done you know most of the time you know even when you're working on something for somebody else you know you're like oh i don't my mom's like did you you watch that on tv i'm like i don't know i don't i know i i I finished the job they're happy with it you know that's kind of all that matters but yeah it's uh it is funny how that that works i find um working with live graphics to be it it's cool because i've always like i love like motion graphics and animation but i like seeing it on different like in different venues Mm -hmm. i find i find that you know you're scrolling on instagram and twitter and you know vimeo and it's so throwaway now like you just there's just so much stuff and it's all a lot of it's really good and people spend a lot of time but when you're out there um, outside and something is being projected on a surface or you're at an event and it's in the background like it really elevates the performance and people will like pay attention to it yeah. mm-hmm. but I just don't find I don't find personally like when I'm seeing stuff on Instagram unless it's really shocking like if it's something like people's doing you know it's like really like crazy then I'll stop but even if it's like some beautiful really like photorealistic looking animation you just don't um you don't pause as much for it so it's um so that's why i like that i think just because it you have it on your screen like you were saying and you see it but then you go see it in real life and it's like a whole nother way of viewing it you know and it's like it's it serves like a purpose in a, a, a broader scheme i guess instead of just 
being like a commercial or you know a fil- piece in a film or something but yeah so i've i've really i've really enjoyed that type of work so yeah it's uh funny there's a there was an instagram post i saw the other day just random meme or something and it's like it's like oh man good thing i worked on this for 18 hours and got it all done and uploaded it to instagram so somebody can watch it for five seconds and scroll past it yeah you know, I know. it's like so rewarding to see that stuff in real life like people pay more attention to it you know because it's more of yeah. an art piece instead of just some random insta post so yeah I, you know i think i think it kind of like i think that kind of teaches you a bit about like when you post stuff on instagram like i i don't i'm not like on social media like a load but i find that what i try to do is i try to make stuff if i make stuff i make it for myself and so when i put it out there it's like it's mostly it was like a cathartic experience making it and i enjoyed making it but if you're trying to like connect with a lot of people it's it's you know it's a lot more pressure you put on yourself and it's very difficult so i find it if you if you're really into something make it and then put it out there but if you're just trying to get followers it must be really mentally draining you know to to do something like that so yeah you got to be doing it every single day yeah yeah i i'm impressed by the people who do it you know i go on twitter uh i i'm i'm probably more of a lurker than i am like a poster (laughs) on a a lot of these things and uh but it's it's cool just to to see but you know like people like um uh, motion punk like Thanu, like amazing work like he's he constantly posts uh updates has like a patreon account i i i'm in total awe of like people like him that can that can like dedicate that amount of time mm-hmm. to it and you know it, and it shows like his work's amazing so yeah um but yeah it's yeah how do you how do you guys find it generally do you do you find like uh with social media how do you how do you regulate it or or do you not I- I don't post a lot on social media, you know, and I I got I don't know. I've been burned so bad like on social media where you say something wrong or it's misconstrued or right. something and then you just get like harassed for it and it's like okay, you kind of like, you know, you scared me so i'm probably i am now too scared to post on you know social media because i don't know what's okay and what's not you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah I you mean, have to, to agree. you have to follow the trends too that and that's the thing yeah. it's like um first of all you've got to decide i i want to say Haley was talking about this on the show you have to decide what your platform is first of all you might yeah. Pl- yeah. you might be posting on all the platforms but what is your platform right yeah so for me that platform is either tiktok or instagram reels Mm. yeah so like i I have just kind of started putting some work out there on my own account like some of my art and stuff and uh nobody first of all nobody looks at the stills nobody looks at the videos they only look at the reels uh you might get some likes and whatnot but the reels the reels are where it's at the tiktoks are where it's at and and i think that reels i mean you could do great i mean people are doing awesome on tiktok with with art with art content Mm -hmm. but i i feel that that there's a larger niche of artists on instagram in the first place because that's what they were there for therefore the reels that have to do with motion graphics are really big so my personal advice is concentrate almost all of your effort into reels slash tiktoks 
yeah. nine, nine by 16 content crop it do whatever when, you gotta when, do whenever i talk to someone and they say you know we do the we do the you know what's your go-to app or whatever and people say instagram that was always that, that always confused me because like instagram by itself is actually a very boring app yeah. You know, just seeing pictures and stuff. It was cool back in the day to be able to see your I mean, so I have a personal account, which I follow a few people. And I have a, uh, uh, you know, uh, artist account where I follow a bunch of people. But it all just becomes noise. It becomes the same thing. It was stories, people's stories mm-hmm. that I really the only reason I really like Instagram or I yep. like it at all mm-hmm. is because of stories. I like yep. seeing what's going on and I like that those stories go away and you can do the same thing, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. It's stories not a, like a, a permanent fixture for the rest of your life that oh I took yeah. a picture of my sandwich or something like right. that yeah. you know. So, uh, stories yeah. are where you put like the stuff that you're working on that day. Yeah. Like just a little clip. Oh, I'm just working on this thing, right? Um, reels are where you put the final product or where you put like a breakdown of it or something else. But the thing about yeah. reels is they go to everyone, not just your mm-hmm. followers. And that is what's so important. You're going to pull in so many followers by doing a reel. I'm telling you, I've barely posted anything so far. And the first three reels I posted like got like 2,500 views in the first hour. Now, Matt says oh, yeah. these aren't these are fake. He says they're not real yeah. people. But if you I go look Facebook's at the likes. Numbers, Instagram's numbers are inflated. You know, you, all right, you're listening to Elon Musk a bit too much then. Huh? <laughs> and, all, no, all, I just <laughs> I just know how it works. You know? Yeah. And I know how many Instagram accounts I have. Yeah, you know? I mean, I've gotten no. follows. I mean, they're real people. I can tell you that. You know, um, I, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I, um, I start, I did start tagging some NFT stuff. I hadn't, hadn't like made any, but I started tagging stuff as NFT, and I've gotten like loads of these accounts where they're like women in a picture, and they're talking about Bitcoin or like Ethereum yeah. or something, and all, and they're talking, and they're usually talking about how they love, love God or something like that as well in them. I, yeah, I, it's, it's yeah, yeah. I have I have noticed a like when I started tagging stuff as NFTs, you know, or whatever. I have noticed a a significant mm-hmm. influx in spam messages and stuff like that. It's like it's almost like if you tag your stuff as NFT, you are just asking to be hacked. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, and you're you're you will get spam, but also even though there's spam, it does increase your engagement. Yeah. You have to look at it that way. You can actually, and you can take advantage of it by um, anything that they're saying on Instagram. There is a setting in Instagram where you can go in and you can tell it to mute things with certain phrases and, and, and things. So that activity yeah. still comes in. It still counts in the algorithm as activity and likes and whatever, but it yeah. won't show up on the actual thing. So, you know. Yeah, I, I think there was like a point when when uh, NFTs and crypto were kind of at their highest and a couple guys were, a couple of notable guys got um, their accounts hacked. And since oh, yeah. then, I've basically installed like authenticators for all my... Yep. Mm-hmm. It's annoying, but it's so worth it. It's so yeah. necessary. You, know, you can kind of relax a little bit. Totally. Yeah. yeah. You have to be really, really vigilant with all that kind of stuff these days. I mean, especially if you're advertising it on, you know, social people will just jump all over it. So, yeah. It's... And Impulse asks, uh, can you post a reel without it showing up on re- your regular feed? Yes. Um, when you post it, it asks if you want it to insert into the feed. The other thing, and I'm unsure if this 
is because I, I haven't tried it. I don't know if this is the same thing or not, but when you post it, you say put it into the feed, yes or no. I always put yes. I don't mind if people see what I you know, put in their feed, but you can go to your regular profile grid and you can take them out of the profile grid because you might have posted the regular version, 16 by yeah. 9, a square version, you know, maybe an album or something and you don't want it to be duplicate. You can take it out of your profile grid. So you can curate it in such a way to where you, you have a separation, you know. Um, but definitely, like, if you want views, do Instagram reels. Like, today, do it. Like, I, I, heard, you know. I heard they actually they pay you on TikTok after you get a certain amount they of do. followers. They, yeah, once yeah. you get a certain amount of followers, you can join the TikTok Creator Fund. Yeah. But yeah. the thing with TikTok Creator Fund is you get paid so much less than you do, say, like, through YouTube or something like mm, that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the outreach is pretty massive on TikTok, isn't it? It can be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, the MoGraph account. They, you, know, it's you, got... you put something out there. They know how to get people to stay on, you know, because I've noticed this with a lot of creators. You know, you have to be continually posting stuff like several times a day. Mm -hmm. And yeah. what they do is your first one, they'll push out to a lot of people in order to get a lot of hits and get you that dopamine in your brain that says, oh, I need to post more. This is a great place. I went viral. I need that. Right. I need that itch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the so trick is... Through, and then you'll start posting and you won't be getting as many, you know, likes or seen as much, you know? You just post yeah. it again. And that's the, yeah. that's the trick. If it doesn't gain that traction in the first hour delete it post it again same thing applies with instagram i've done this i did this with something uh, a few weeks ago it, it it got a couple views it's like it didn't make it didn't make it out because i don't know mm -hmm. if instagram does it this way but tiktok does it this way it sends it out to your followers first that's the inner ring then uh -huh. it sends it out to related related uh topics like people who might find an interest in it and then if that's popular it goes out even further and that's how something uh -huh. that like might be a, a a a niche thing if it has the potential for the general public to enjoy it you know like if it's some sort of cool animation that you know non-mographers would like like yeah. it has potential to go out that way so if it doesn't hit those <clears throat> things right away and the algorithm doesn't pick it up delete it do it again I'm, yeah. I kid, I kid I have, you not. I've found many times where I will see a post and I'll go to the comments to either see more or whatever. And Dave has already commented on it because, you know, he saw that post ahead of time. And then TikTok knew that me and Dave are friends and we right. communicate a lot. So it's right. like, let's let's throw it over to him because he'll probably like it, too. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's. it's um, it's it's interesting like you have to play and that's why i say you got to pick a uh, a platform you can't yeah. game all the platforms right yeah, like totally. if you're an nft Unless person you're, doing that you're on 24 twitter 7. yeah yeah oh yeah it, it would be yeah it'd be very difficult to do and I, I mean so like the like the idea i guess with like social media is that you you post a lot and then you gain followers but also it can it can lead to work but yeah. Oh, yeah i found i found the the best one so far for me has been linkedin is the yeah you are not the first person to a lot say of people that are saying in the past that. few months mm -hmm. everyone yeah. is a lot of people are saying linkedin and it's like that's really surprising i wonder and this is my thought my thought is that linkedin has been so shitty over the past like <laughs> 10 years yeah. for us that there's so few of us using it that right. it's like the few who are is yeah. like 
Oh yeah, yeah. like uh, I, I all the jobs. I wouldn't I wouldn't say I post post very regularly at all, but it's um the when I do post, I get messages just even if it's like, hey, this is some work that I did. You know, I get yeah. people reaching out, and it's mm-hmm. uh it's good. It's kind of what you wanted to. It's what you want to happen when you're starting to like post your work. You want people yeah. to come by and be like hey it'd be great to work with you. And you even if you don't have time or you're you're kind of plate if your plate is full it's good to kind of have that and i think twitter seems to be at least in my experience great for meeting other artists and instagram i'm i just find difficult to get any traction now i think i came to the game too late so i hate twitter i hate it more than it's, <laughs> it's, to me it is the most it is the uh most toxic social media platform out there for sure yeah. like you go to twitter to harass people you know yeah, right it's like my main twitter account i just use it to complain to other businesses that right business oh, totally yeah i always wonder about that because like when i was back in london i would uh i would book train well, i still do i book train tickets on on twitter because you have to bu- book a bike reservation on there so i'd be like really i just got back from siggraph and people are probably following me for like motion graphics content and here i am like booking trains complaining <laughs> to, like, people you kind of like you kind of, you think to yourself am i Am I like, should I have another account for this or something? Right. But, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's true. Like Twitter does have that kind of culture a bit. Um, I mean, LinkedIn's probably obviously the most professional, but mm-hmm. Twitter, yeah, yeah Twitter, the, the, it's, it's interesting conversations I see sometimes, but it obviously can be quite toxic as well. So, but on yeah. Twitter, you'll put a 16 by nine version of something. You might put your YouTube video up, like say you did a tutorial or you did a time lapse or something. You put the time lapse on there. I don't feel that uh, TikTok is the place for a time lapse or reels unless you're doing it a certain way. Like if you post like a two minute time lapse of something on TikTok, you're not going to get the traction you want. Nobody's going to watch it for two minutes on TikTok. They might watch it yeah. on YouTube, you yeah. know, but they're not going to watch it on TikTok. You got to combine it with something. You got to have a narrative. You got to show part of it. Then you've got to have a hook. Like it is all about keeping that attention and making people watch something even multiple times. Yeah. You know? yeah. If I see if I see TikTok, if I see someone start to explain something and the TikTok bar is going really slow down at the bottom, I'm like, right. I don't have time for this. I'm out. <laughs> you know. Because yeah. I don't know if the payoff is good. You know, the yeah. payoff's yeah. got to be great if I'm going to invest that amount of time. And there's That's the, why I haven't watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> and the old experiment that uh, that was done a while back is that if you do, uh, they did an experiment to see how long people's attention spans were, right? And they mm-hmm. would do a series of one-minute videos and have people watch that. And like a whole bunch of videos that were one minute long, but on some of them they put the 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 status bar at the bottom to move as if it were a thirty second clip, and the people mm. with the thirty second clip status bar on the bottom were more likely to watch the whole thing than the mm. one minute people. They wouldn't or skip ahead, you know. So it's it's that attention thing. It's not the same on every platform. So if you're going to go in that platform, you've got to take it like that. You've you've got to come up with a plan you've got to look at other tiktoks you've got to take a tiktok and say how could i do that viral tiktok except apply it to motion graphics and really think it out and when you start a tiktok it's like hey i'm going to tell you this really cool thing you're not going to believe what this is but first and then you go into a thing oh and then number two 
and then you go into the, the second part like you're just constantly hooking and grabbing and then you're creating loop points and you're you're playing the system and you got to be ready for that it's the uh the, the classic five simple tricks routine or the those yeah. one simple this one simple yeah. trick yeah yep. <laughs> every yeah. single video could do that and it, can't it still believe how me. this one simple thing yeah. changed my life <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you won't it's believe still, what happened next yeah it still works <laughs> wait till the end <laughs> yeah yeah they they always say that on the on the instagram reels and i'm I, I out of spite I sometimes just switch the video yeah. but but that's it they they want you to stay to the end because they need you to the likes don't matter the likes do yeah. not matter it's well, all about how much time it's been watched that's that's uh-huh. what it is if you can't get them to go to the end it's not going to they're not going to send it yeah. to the next circle of people to watch it and that's yeah. why yeah. they're like wait just wait before you go don't flip yet and there's even <laughs> there's even like TikToks like that like don't scroll yet hold on let me tell you something. Yeah. 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 Hey, everybody. It's Nick here from Grayscale Gorilla, and welcome to Grayscale Gorilla Plus. Your all-in-one membership to everything you need. You get award-winning plugins. You also get instant access to an entire library of drag-and-drop materials, as well as access to hundreds of high-res HDRIs, install and download it all. And of course, you get our entire library of pro Cinema 4D training. Grayscale Gorilla Plus, everything we make for everything you make. Anyway, back to you. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say. <laughs> no, it's it, it, it's uh, it's interesting. I I, I yeah, I, I talk about this quite a lot with my uh, my family here as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna ask you kind of about your process a little bit. Um, first of all, uh, let's we should bring up your Instagram. We should check out your Instagram. Yeah, um, and. Mine's- how yeah. was it? Uh, let me let me ask you this because this was something that I was curious about when we were talking earlier. How was it moving to from like a big studio like territory into the freelance life? Like, uh, do you do you, did you worry or feel like, oh, I as myself as a freelancer, I'm not going to be able to get jobs that are as high quality or you know whatever as some of the the company I was previously working for. You know, am I going to have to go back to explainer videos? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I've been there. Um, I uh, I did not. I, I didn't really worry about it too much because I think my um, I, I left on on really good terms, and I I was uh, I. You know, I most of my friends here are kind of in the film, like futuristic UI kind of scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to check out what was what else was out there because I think um, UI. I, I really enjoyed kind of creating it um, for the few years that I was there. But you know, I think um, it's nice to have a bit of variety sometimes. Yeah. So I wanted to get, kind of get back into like texturing and lighting and modeling a bit more and kind of. Um, getting into a bit more like real time like a bit more unreal and uh yeah i just i didn't really i didn't worry about it too much because i knew so many other freelancers by that point Mm -hmm. you know and like territory would hire we'd have like on a big big film project we'd have like 30 freelancers on the floor and you'd talk to them and they'd be like oh we're booked all the time so you hear that enough and then it kind of gives you the confidence i I think that's interesting that studios do that you know i that they'll just keep someone like where's the incentive to keep a freelancer 
on basically all year long at their yeah. day rate, you know, <laughs> yeah. versus just hiring them as a, as an employee, you know, it does. Is it really cost effective? More cost effective to freelance them, you know? I, I think it's mostly uh, studios. <laughs> I, I don't know how it is in the states. I think it might be similar, but the freelance market is so strong that. Um, a lot of people won't go full time because they'll make more freelancing instead of right. full time. So it depends like your situation. Like um, I would always recommend going in house uh, learning, like you're in your junior and, and sure. kind of like uh, middleweight years. Mm -hmm. But it's uh, it's good. I think if you, it depends what you want. Like territory did amazing work, and they they do some of the there's they don't do much there's no, not many people who do what they do so right. mm -hmm. uh, it's it's a place for some people for their whole career um but i think um i wanted to get out of london and to you know just have some like green fields and some sheep surrounding my house and uh <laughs> sure. I, think, <laughs> I think going freelance and, and most you know most importantly the, the pandemic and um you know, working from home is, is kind of really transformed that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it's just our f industry is so flexible now for the most part. Absolutely. Um, you know, so I'm working with studios all over the world, which is really nice. And there's not a, you know, there's a bit of hesitance, I think when you're on, when you're like eight hours ahead. So when I work with LA studios, mm -hmm. they're kind of like, Oh, we don't know how to do that yet. But then you work with them for a couple of weeks. You show them that you're, you're honest, you have good communication skills and yeah. they keep bringing you back, which is good. And, I really uh, enjoy, uh, uh, especially with stuff like that, like working with, we, we worked with, uh, raid zero, yeah, you know, and he's in London and stuff yeah. like that. And it yeah. was amazing. Like he would start working before we were even up, yeah. you know, and get a bunch of the work done. And yeah. then it's like, okay, cool. We got a good head start on the day. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I, that's how I kind of frame it. So I, I generally, um, I'll try to lean more towards like New York studios because I get to talk to him a bit more during the day. Yeah. But um, you basically have like a little plate of like goodies for them when they wake up in the morning, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I like the way that, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah so, and, and, and they always like that. And then there's a bit of overlap time where they can give you feedback and you can kind of fix yeah. anything you need to. I think like the biggest downside, which I'm, you know, slowly ironing out after leaving London is like, uh, working in a studio, you get a lots of uh, just lots of social time. You know, a lot of yeah. like yeah. you know water, water, um, water cooler, yeah, water, cooler. Yeah. water cooler chat. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I I do miss that, um, and I miss like a lot of the people that are in London, or a lot of them left as well. But um, that is kind of like will be the interesting thing about how people, you know, just all over the world, kind of figure out how this work from home thing works because you know there is like the ability to like get a shared office space and stuff but um you know when you're used to working around people who are working who really know what they're doing and are really good like you kind of like that like energy about it so if i was working out here you know i could could be anyone you know, it could be some people making T-shirts or making yeah. bead jewelry or something. You know, you just don't know. I mean, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's it was a it was nerve-wracking at first, but you know, with freelance, I found that I, I I'm very organized, so I had like a a document of 
studios that I created. I, I was creating basically over my time at territory because I knew eventually I may want to go freelance. Yeah. And, uh, and then once I went freelance, I just reached out to most of them and just started getting work and then you do a good job and they bring you back. And, and then you can just kind of figure out like, like what's the type of work that I like doing? Cause I kind of went, I, I had a lot of opportunities to work in kind of like do user interface work after that as well. And, and I did do some of that, but then I was like, well, maybe I'll try some of this, you know, maybe I'll try yeah. some, you know, like photo real CG, or maybe I'll try some like, you know, live action work or museum yeah. work. And then I was, I started meeting these other clients and who worked really well together. So now I'm doing that. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a bit of, you know, when you're freelance, it's a bit of a, it's an interesting place cause you can kind of pivot almost whenever you want. Yeah. You just need to have, I guess, some relevant work to show a studio or to show right. a potential client and, or at least be persuasive enough, you know, if you have good communication skills. And I think that's, um, yeah, that's the fun part about it. You know, you're kind of the master of your own schedule. And I know like Christo talks about when you're, uh, when you're a freelancer, you're basically, you're a small business owner, like you own your own business. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying trying to think about it yeah i know so i i i like the the man, managing of like that aspect of it like i like the i like keeping track of all of it and like owning my own schedule um i don't totally know if i take the leap to create my own studio um because everyone who has studios that i know is just working all the time so right. i think you can you don't have to do it that way but um, but I, I quite like being on the tools, you know, I'm not really pining to be a creative director at the moment or anything. I, I'm happy to be like a senior artist. So that's, uh, that works pretty well. There's, there's a good way you can market yourself to, if you want to be able to have that poll, cause the, there's, there's, it, there's two ways of looking at it. There's those clients that want to hire a contractor. And then there's yeah. those clients that want to hire a whatever you want to call it an agency or a right uh, you know uh, i don't know really it's, what you would call it but about like uh, uh amount of responsibilities right yeah, right so yeah. if the if the the studio is willing to uh have the responsibility of like being the art director and like giving critiques and stuff like that right totally they could hire like a freelancer but if they're looking for someone to actually take the job and go full on you yeah. know that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. yeah. More looking for a studio. Yeah. Territory is going to be looking for contractors, not other studios. Yeah. I'm exactly. assuming, yeah. you know, <laughs> but a B2B, yeah. if a business comes to you and they're like, oh, we need this thing done and they see, oh, well, you're an animator, but like we need someone to handle the whole project. You can be like, oh, mm -hmm. well, I am a business too. Here's my corporate website, <laughs> right. you know, take right, do yeah. it both ways. Why not? Why not yeah. have a, a corporate name and a contract name that you can just use to market yourself either way to get yeah. Yeah. business? I mean, you can do it all under the same name in the background. Totally. Know? And I think um, I think there's a, a lot of um, really positive 
uh, work done by like Haley Haley Atkins mm-hmm. uh, or Atkins. She does. Uh, she's really good out here, and she's people share yeah. um, her her kind of videos all the time. But she gives a lot of really good advice on kind of direct to client work, and you know Christo as well. And, and mm-hmm. obviously, there's I forget I can't remember his name at the moment, but he does. He's doing that project 200K where he's trying to make Austin. Austin, Austin Sailor, I think it is. Yeah, Austin, Austin Sailor. Yeah. So he did a. Did you hear about him? He mm-hmm. did a. He did a project last year called Project Two Hundred K, and he he wanted to see if he could make two hundred thousand dollars as a freelance motion designer in one year. Uh-huh. And, you can do uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> I know you can do that. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's a. Uh, he had a. Um, it, it's just interesting following these people because when you're kind of you know online you can see just what like how other people are doing things and what's working for them and it's becoming a lot more transparent i'm finding with stuff like that like you get that that whole like mograph paid me hashtag at one point Mm -hmm. and you know you can see like what people are making all over the world and it just gives you like a oh like my i don't have to be like ash thorpe or g monk to like make really right. good money you know you can see that and yeah. it just gives you confidence because i think designers generally can be we can lack confidence you know because we think oh you know we, we want to please everyone but we don't always um have our we're not always in our own corner i think one of the big yeah. hang-ups oh this is okay i know who austin sailor is his I recognize this picture now. It comes up in my people you may know on Facebook like, yeah. constantly. <laughs> okay. um, but the thing is, I feel like a lot of people get caught up in the fact that, like, oh, if I'm going to be this big contractor or whatever, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be a famous artist. You know, I'm going to put all my stuff on Instagram and get all these likes. That every project I do has to be a masterpiece. Yeah. I'm telling you, there are so many lucrative jobs that are for the meal out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, just 100%. go get them. Like, you can yeah. bring in, like, easy, easy, like, w- like explainer videos that take you no time. And the people are like, okay, well, now we need, like, 50 of them. And you're like, yeah. shoot, I can knock this out in a week and make 50K. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, like, it is out there. It is out yeah. there. Yeah. D- don't feel like, oh, this is below me. Like take some of that stuff like there's people out there just there's so much motion design work i'm just like people who say that they don't that they can't get work i'm like network talk to people it it will happen for you like it will there there's so much content that needs to be made constantly and i and i and it was interesting because during the pandemic it felt like you know some projects were stopping but loads of other ones were going because people were just sat in front of their computer yeah. or their phone the whole time right. so it's there's just it, it just doesn't stop and i don't really know if it will and i know there's obviously like you guys are talking a bit about like ai and you know that type of uh type of stuff and you know you go on you go on twitter every day there seems to be a new engine out there that's kind of like yeah bringing up something else and uh people are having lots of conversations about it but yeah it's interesting just kind of um how that will play a, a role in the future as well i think yeah, yeah. um yeah. we forgot to mention at the beginning of the show this is a short show yes <laughs> and not in a joking joking way like we usually do you do have a hard out 
Uh, so we just yeah. uh, pretty in in a minute we'll we'll take care of uh, the MoGraph recommend segment. Um, but it, it, uh, before we do that, though, um, I wanted to ask you like about some of the tools and stuff that you're using and, and like engines and stuff. What are you currently using? Redshift, Octane. Everything, cool. <laughs> I feel <laughs> yeah. like it's, it depends on the studio, you know, it's, uh, I, I use Redshift, well, I, I use Redshift at Territory, and I learned Redshift and Arnold over there, and so I know those. Uh, I do use Octane from time to time, depending on the studio, mm-hmm. um, but it, it just, you know, it like you guys have said before, it just depends on the job, really, yeah. um, and there's so many great, like, tutorials out there, it's quite easy to jump on any of them and they right. all have like yeah. interesting ways of you know going about things so right. i use red redshift most of the time i did a bunch of a uh, bunch of stuff um a few months ago in arnold which was interesting uh it's a bit of a quite a while before i'd been in that but i i couldn't believe how it was just there was a solution for everything in arnold the same right like, like like the workflow yeah. was was incredible um but uh yeah it was working on that and i started getting into unreal engine a bit more um i find that it suits a lot of i, I don't know about you guys but i've been getting most of the work i've been doing has been more vfxy type work where it's like done a fair know, amount of that yeah yeah it's like a lot of mix like a lot of like mocap mixamo type well it's like mocap and uh you know mega scans and substance painter texturing quixel um, mixer and marvelous designer and all those. So I feel like since I've been freelance, my skill set has grown dramatically. Like I'm actually running out of space on my bar at the bottom of the. <laughs> uh-huh. I, think, I think I think everyone has that issue after a while, you know. But you need uh, an ultra wide. Right? Yeah, yeah, that'll <laughs> fix it. I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still in the, I'm still have two monitors, but uh, but yeah, bit bit of everything. I I've you know been dabbling. I was dabbling a bit in Houdini, and mm. as I we dab- all do, as we all do. I think I think you dabble, and then um, and then you stop dabbling for a little bit just to like maintain composure. And yeah. then, uh, <laughs> I I I think the problem I had with Houdini was that I was approaching it as like I'm going to use this instead of Cinema 4D. You know, right? right I'm going right. to go. I'm going to go into it. I'm going to learn it because I was talking to uh, a friend of mine, and. Um, he was using he's basically changed uh his name is simon russell and he does a lot of like live uh motion graphics here in the uk he works mm-hmm. for like working elton john and stuff like that but uh he has changed has completely just gone houdini and i was right. like oh, i'll do that and then you you just don't have a real direction when you do that and it, it becomes very overwhelming so i think i'll go back to it and just go directly into like vellum and do some yeah. cloth stuff and just it see i mean to be fair like when you look at stuff like man versus machine and future deluxe a lot of it you know, there's a lot of fluid stuff but a lot of it's vellum and a lot of it's kind of like soft body dynamics and stuff like that so i think that would be a safe kind of i don't know that 26.1 uh, yeah, I, 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 ej's ej's yeah. presentation was good yeah right. it was nice those are some silky smooth uh silky smooth uh yeah. Yeah, and you know, he didn't actually like like promote the fact uh on Twitter before that that the stuff he was showing off was actually um 
like not Houdini. He's just like, oh, I've been dabbling in Houdini as a joke, and he was showing <laughs> right. the cinema stuff. People were like, oh yeah, that's badass, and it's like, no, you 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 realize that this is actually Cinema 4D, right? Yeah. Like, um, like this stuff here this is pretty low res, but I mean, this stuff that he was showing, you would think that was Houdini right off the bat, right? Yeah. Like that right yeah. there. Yeah. You, you you would never be able to get that in a previous version of C4D with that yeah. twist. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. You'd two frames in and it would just explode yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah. look at that it's really it's really nice yeah i yeah i think um the, the cloth engine is actually pretty good in cinema i, I kind of go back and forth between x particles and and the cloth engine in cinema and i find cloth in cinema is actually really good and it's a lot faster i find as yeah. well i use good. it over x particles for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I, I find I, I like X particles and I use it when I can, but if it's too heavy, then I ha- I always have to find a different solution. But yeah, um, I love X particles. I use yeah. it all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When we were when we were at territory, it was part of the, the main tool set, you know, just oh, yeah. to kind of give, give everything that kind of like scanned LIDAR look. Yeah, yeah. We, we use it all the time. But yeah. the new uh, the new what is it tayo or something like that the the tree generator stuff is insanely cool and it's surprisingly easy to use like so 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 much easier than doing branching in x particles you know yeah yeah like way way cool to use i haven't i haven't used it yet because i i use um forester forester Forester, yeah does it how how does it handle like thousands of trees I don't know. I haven't done thousands of trees. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that's mostly what I've been doing is like basically. If you're wanting to grow them really easily, it's basically yeah. just you 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 get your finished product and then you do a slider. It's all just a slider. Mm-hmm. It's super easy. I like sliders. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Sliders are my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Grant is saying, you know, he's waiting for it to become GPU. Yeah. Like, I think once everything is GPU, I think some stuff is GPU and X particles right now, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Once it's all, oh my gosh, like the particles themselves. Yeah. I That's that's the biggest thing with like liquids. Like I just, I, yeah. I don't do liquids, you know, yeah. because of how difficult it is in X particles. It just takes so much longer. But the, the GPU stuff, man, it's like once that happens, it's like, all right, going to be mm, even yeah. more. It's it's so hard when you learn X particles to want to flip over to Houdini and be like, ah, yeah. oh, but I already know this. Why I do know. I need to why do I need to learn like pop solver and stuff like that? Yeah. Where do my nodes go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I I did find like Intagma to be really helpful, but it was always the the Vex like adding the codes and right. Yeah. To that, and their that was, their yeah, stuff is a lot of like like instructional, but there's no why behind it. Sometimes I feel like right. Yeah. You know, set this to four, set this to three point six, and then do this, right. and you have to pause it and do those things, and you're like, I don't totally. know why I set that, but uh-huh. yeah. My attributes favorite. attributes are like the thing that screws me up a lot. It's like P scale, C D, you know, all this other stuff. I don't quite I don't, I don't quite understand it. P funk. Yeah. yeah. Psychedelic in the P funk. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think uh, like because I, I was I was working in it almost every day for like three months and uh, or like trying to get into it. And then I watched a presentation by the guy who developed MOPS, the motion operators, mm-hmm. like yeah. basically like the cloners and all that stuff. Yeah. And he was talking about 
how he had to do things just to create like motion graphic type stuff beforehand. Mm -hmm. And and when I saw that, I was just like, Oh my God, like, I don't know. I need to, I need to put this down for a little bit. Cause it, it's, it was so complex how you just do simple things with motion yeah. graphic type stuff before that. But yeah, it was, um, well, it's an amazing program. And I think they're really doing a, I think they're really trying to target the MoGraph crowd. Right. So I assume it will get easier over time. I yeah. think they'll yeah. make it. Well, a bit they more. have the I, shelf tools and all that to help with some of that, you know, but like, yeah. it's, it's like, sometimes it's like, yeah, I, I need a hammer to fix this problem to, to hit the nail. Sometimes you don't want to have to build the hammer before you use the hammer. Right, right. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to, uh, it's like the, what's that Carl Sagan quote? To, uh, to, to make an apple pie, first you must invent the, the universe. universe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Funny. Yeah, so, so, so yeah, Houdini, I'm going to put that on the back burner for a bit. But un- Unreal now has been kind of the fun. You can make a lot of progress in Unreal, I find. And yeah. It's, uh, if you're doing something that has a lot of like traditional animation, like motion capture and stuff like that, it's it's amazing tool yeah. to use. And clients go, go wild when you say you're using it. So <laughs> Yeah, it's just a buzzword. You should just tell everybody, you're, we should all do that. Just say we're using Unreal, but we're just, we're yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal and Houdini for everything. Yeah, yeah, until they ask for changes and want you to re-render that out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm well, yeah, another three days. On that. But that's the yeah. thing about Unreal is usually if you really want it to look like an Octane render or a Redshift right. render, it's got to actually render. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's not real time like everybody thinks it is. Ask Jags. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I had a. Um, did you guys see Love, Death, and Robots? The mm-hmm. the latest. Yeah, I've, not the latest. I've heard, no, I've the, heard it's the good. original. I haven't watched yeah. it. Yeah, there was a, the newest one. They had a an episode. I think called the Swarm or something like that. But it was built by. It was built in Unreal. But uh, one of the guys that worked on it, he did a lot of the effects for it. He and I worked together in LA, and he basically said it was all done using their like the render engine in unreal so it actually mm-hmm. renders wow. it's not it's not a real time render engine right. you know so it takes it'll take a couple minutes of frame still sometimes depending how heavy the scene is so i think i think that's unreal what i don't still- get like what why would you just design okay it's like oh i'm going to design everything and i'm going to do it all in yeah. unreal and then i'm going to render in octane why don't you just stay in cinema right it's a it's it's a question I think a lot of people are asking themselves, and it makes the most sense right now. I think in the um, kind of the music, like if you're doing like live visual type space, mm-hmm. like if you need to be able to control this, like if you need to move cameras around or something like that, or need something to like tune with the music, um, then that's it's a really good program for that. Um, there's also um, What's the other one? It's another. It's basically just for touch live designer. No, no, it's uh for live remember. visual stuff. Yeah, it's it starts the in notch notch notch. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, not notch is is like made for live visuals, and I worked yeah. with the guy here that. And, and if you're a notch artist, it's actually pretty cool because uh, there's not a lot of them, but you get to travel around with bands quite often, so you mm-hmm. build out like these uh these shows all real time and then you go around with the band and, and sometimes you send them to like the programmer on the set but uh if you love music and love traveling around like um 
there was a guy who's working on the Ed Sheeran show uh, that I worked with here, and he was every couple days he'd be in a different part of Europe, you know, in the backstage. And I thought that's pretty cool. You know, you don't really get to get out of your uh, your office very often when you're right. doing motion. So having a chance to do yeah. that is nice. So, but yeah, it's I all think- right for a while. Yeah. After about a decade of traveling around doing that, I, I can testify that you get a little tired of traveling. But totally, yeah. I think yeah. I think maybe if in like a season, it's okay. Yeah. But like it is, a one it is, tour. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. One show. One yeah. show. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of music and speaking of TV shows, uh, let's do MoGraph recommends before we, we run out of time with you here. Um, so we we talked briefly about shows. Uh, is are there any shows in particular right now that you're really liking or something that uh, and these are either like all-time favorites or just recent favorites uh, uh yeah sand sandman is uh is good i i actually worked on that that was my last um, oh nice one of, one of the last shows i worked on uh i worked on a couple of years I've a year or so ago about it yeah it's all it's fun it's a fun it's a fun show uh good visual effects yeah it's a good kind of like feels a bit like witchery except not as serious Mm -hmm. so that's a really good one i recommend checking that one out yeah so i think that's 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 a solid one how about movies any good ones lately lately Hmm. i don't know or all time uh my all my all time is uh is braveheart so (laughs) no no, (laughs) it's a good one no one can dethrone braveheart Mm. i mean not historically accurate, but it's a fun representation. <laughs> I, I I know the uh, the uh, in uh, in Scotland they have a um, a statue that was built after the movie, and it uh-huh. looks like looks like Mel Gibson. So oh, they, that's they hilarious. Yeah, they, they, all the locals think it's kind of funny, but everyone visiting it's like this is amazing. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what about music? I mean, you're doing stuff for yeah, you know, visuals and stuff. Uh, what do you like listening to? Uh, I get made fun of a bit in the house because I listen to a lot of like ambient electronic music, and my and my wife says it's like um, elevator music. So yeah. uh, I listen to a lot of that. And uh, talking like wait, house wait. or chill hop or or EDM, like lo- lo-fi, lo-fi, oh, the lo-fi. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it, it's unbelievable the amount of uh, recommendations I get on YouTube now of like different lo-fi chill kind mm-hmm. of uh, YouTube groups, but. Uh, yeah, I'd listen to that, and I've also kind of been getting a bit nostalgic and going kind of like 2003, like Alien Ant Farm and Incubus, nice. and yeah, some of the some of the stuff that we listened to when we were in high school, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, your yeah. high school. I was yeah. A little bit younger than, or I was a little bit older than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And Matt was listening that, to ska. So. Yeah, I still listen to ska. <laughs> which which bands? Uh, Real Big Fish. I'm a Real- big fan of the Mad Caddies right now. Love myself the Mad Caddies. The Interrupters are good. You know, good stuff right there. Mighty Mighty Boston's just came out with a new album, but, you know, that guy, the lead singer, he's a big Trump supporter, so we don't right. we don't mm. listen to them in our house anymore. Good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All these names. It's like... yeah. It, it was funny actually. I, I, um, I worked with, uh, with people on the Biden campaign, uh-huh. and and I was thinking to myself, I was like, what studio is working on the Trump campaign? Because there's definitely a studio in the <laughs> States that's working on it. And I was like, they, they're they're probably like maybe in the South or something. Maybe you guys know. You're in Texas, right? So, or, no you idea. know, maybe it was a big studio. They just weren't announcing that they, they were, were working with the Trump 
That's yeah. true. Yeah, because I'm sure loads of money went when into yeah. that. So, yeah. yeah. Loads of money got funneled through them somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. These ska bands, man, you know, like the fake florists. Isn't mm. that a real band? Yeah. And the downstairs, the downstairs neighbors. I'm, I'm just, just making things up. Making them up. Yeah. <laughs> I love ska. I love, I, it's such like a Southern Cal. It makes me feel like I'm back home sometimes when I listen to ska. Yeah. Like a little bit of sub, like Sublime's not really ska. Is well, it, they? it depends. They've got that reggae feel, you know, and ska yeah. and reggae are kind of like a, a spinoff of from the same roots and stuff. Yeah. So. It just, it makes you feel warm, and I feel it like does. in England, <laughs> I, I need it. So, yeah. <laughs> do you listen to any podcasts? Yeah, I listen to. Um, I listen to. Well, I listen to Joe Rogan a bit from time to time. Depending, I mean, yeah, it's gotten a bit. <laughs> it's, got, it's gotten a bit. Depends on the like, show. Yeah, I kind of like. I like listening to him so much, and then there was a point when I stop because it was i found he was sharing a bit too much of his opinion and uh and it was obviously getting a bit funky but yeah you watched the beeple uh, episode i did actually yeah it was it was interesting seeing him on there i was it was kind of surreal right you know, yeah and seeing him on the uh see on late night with uh jimmy, jimmy fallon, fallon. As well. it was, yeah. yeah insane like i i met him at i met him at a at SIGGRAPH for the first time when I when I met you guys and I, I was yeah. just like this is insane like I can't believe <laughs> I know someone that's on the show yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so weird but yeah uh, most of the time the MoGraph podcast of course well of course you know yeah no I do I do I do listen to you guys most of the time actually so yeah oh nice well I'm glad we got one listener you know <laughs> um, the rest are just bots yeah yeah exactly <laughs> what about plugins? Uh, not render engines. You can't say render engine. That's the rules that mm. I just made up just now. Uh, plugins, um, whether that's X particles or you know some obscure thing that you just you always use on a project because it's there and it mm. helps. I, I think uh, with Cinema, Cinema, I kind of use like the standard ones. After Effects is the one where I have these like ridiculous like comp sorting plugins where I can rename yeah. stuff. And immigration is like a really good one for um, for importing image sequences and updating image sequences. If you have okay. loads oh. of those, which is really nice. And um, yeah, I think uh, yeah, those are probably the After Effects ones. I mean, you just need loads to get After Effects to, yeah. to do its thing. You know, yeah, these right. days. So. It's just a container. Oh, man. It is. Yeah. yeah. It really is. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I bought uh, AEC 4D the other day. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know how I lived without it. Like being able to export nulls and stuff like that, and cameras and lights and all that other stuff. It's it's better. It's the way cinema should do it. You oh, know? Cine, uh, yeah. Cineware. Instead of yeah. Cineware, yeah, I mean, just being able to be in your project, say, click, and then it exports right to your composition. Like, that's so simple. So it's and basically just like... Bake stuff out so that it doesn't, like, wobble all over the place if it's in a null and a null and a null. You know? Oh, okay, like a camera. It'll actually yeah. bake all the frames. and Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Worth its weight in gold. Yeah, dude. It was only like forty bucks. Perfect. So worth it. Nice. Yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah, it's good. Good shout. Yeah. What's your go-to app on your phone? What's your muscle memory? Always open. 
Mm, well, I work with a lot of American clients. So it's usually the um, the currency exchange app. <laughs> so <laughs> I just funny. check I check when to transfer stuff. But uh, oh yeah, usually it's uh, well WhatsApp generally because my family has a family group that I talk to them when they wake up. And yeah. uh, so I'd say WhatsApp probably. Yeah. Grant asks, is it like Overlord? It is. IE or AI to AE. Yeah. Basically, it's just a, you've got a screen and you can drag stuff in, you know, as external compositing tags or cameras or whatever. And you hit an export button. And if your After Effects is open, you can tell it to bring it in that comp or start a new comp. You know, it's absolutely insane. It's so good. Like the fact that I've been sleeping on that one forever is just like, you know, stupid. (laughs) Thomas says... Yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't know. Thomas said he 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 bought that plugin and questioned everything about his workflow. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yep. I know it's funny. I was telling Thomas. I know two Thomas. I know two Thomas Collier or Colliers, but one is Collier and one is Collier, and I can I swear to God I will never get the two of them right because they have the same Uh name. Mm. (laughs) What are the odds? Um, the next one in the list is video game. Do you play any video games? Um, I play um, I probably play one a year, I think. I probably get into one a year or so. But I... Um, Frost... Was it Frostpunk was like one of the last ones I played? Have you guys played that one? I haven't it's even like, heard of um, that. It's like a survival city building game where the world is basically freezing over and you have to save this town by building all this infrastructure and industrial it's like a a steampunk kind of look but yeah it's really cool really cool you have to send out like little groups i I like like rts kind of real-time strategy like command and conquer type games Uh when i play them so yeah Stray is pretty good if if you haven't played Stray, i heard a rumor that multiplayer is coming and uh I put it up on the on the TV before the doors open at Sigraph, just to uh-huh. have. It's very calming. Just the cats uh-huh. just chilling, you know. You can hit the Alt key and they'll meow every once in a while. <laughs> uh, but I recommend that game. It's very chill and and it's fun to just like sit back and you know. Yeah, um, it looks cool. Here's a tough one. Favorite life hack, and uh, Mitch Meyer says turn the the toaster on its side for some bomb ass grilled cheese. Now this yeah, could be something like useful <laughs> or funny or you know novel. It doesn't doesn't matter. Do you, do you have a life hack yeah. for us? Um, my life hack. I think one of the things I'm most happy about doing lately is like I bake my own sourdough bread, and uh, I I, I kind of got on that bandwagon with the old uh, the old COVID lockdown, and uh, I I will never buy bread again. I just won't do it. It's so easy to to yeah. do it now. So. Yeah. I'd say it's not really a life hack. It's more of a life suggestion, I think. So. Ah, I like that. Life suggestion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A life enhancer. <laughs> Pickle Nick is, was doing that, too, through COVID, doing the sourdough. Yeah. And uh, you have to like you have to keep it going, though, right? Isn't that the thing? Yeah. I eat a lot of bread. I, yeah. I probably eat two, lo- <laughs> two loaves a week. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's good. And... Uh, yeah, we have that, and it's quite easy. I, I've, I've simplified the process, so. Yeah. Cool. It's good. Oh, this just in. Looks like I won. Uh, I was going to say. <laughs> I won uh, in the 
get baked and react contests and giveaway. Uh, I got a, I guess I got a, a one of David's pieces, so that's pretty cool. That's good. I, I have to watch the videos. He's got all these videos posted. I'll watch. Oh my gosh! After the he show posted here. one of him getting baked and watched something. <laughs> it is funny. hilarious. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, looks like. Uh, oh man, there's a whole thread here. I'm gonna have to catch up after the show. It's too much. I got too many notifications. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's dogs just walking all over the place. <laughs> I know he is. Come here, come here. I'm getting my uh. Come here. No kid. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's getting tangled up. I was like, oh, he's gonna hit my computer or turn something yeah. off. Yeah. Or do like uh, Matt's animals do sometimes? Is you, you go to pet them and it like shuts off your computer or something? Yeah. Back yeah. when I had bad uh, bad grounding, grounding, I would I would I would pet the cat. It would shock me. Which would then send a, a a signal through the rest of my computer and just shut it all down. Yeah, so weird. Good stuff. What is it? He's my he's my new colleague. This is my new work from home colleague. So we're just we just chill. Can't see him. <laughs> Lift him up higher. Yeah. We're, yeah. Oh, that. Ah. It's a big boy. <laughs> it's a big good he's, boy. He's a chonky boy. Chonky boy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <sighs> Cool. Well, we appreciate you being on, man. I know you're 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 short on time or whatever. So, um, you know, can you, can you, are you, is your mic still good? You still good? Uh oh. Yeah, you're yeah. good. You're good. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was red for a second, so I was like, right. so, them yeah. dogs. Um, yeah, we really appreciate you being on uh, and and you know taking time to to chill with us. You know, get away <clears> from <throat> the contract work. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's good to catch up with you guys. Thanks for having Absolutely. me on. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if people want to find you online, where can they find you? Uh, I'm on Nick Lyons TV on Twitter, Instagram, and L Y O N S. L Y O N S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, happy to answer any questions or anything. Cool. Cool. Uh, we're going to get out of here. You can rate us on iTunes, leave a review, also subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. Help get our ratings up subscribe to our newsletter you can say you've been there done that got the t-shirt with the mograph logo t the paul bab feel the bab 2020 shirt all the profits from that go to doctors without borders the render things t-shirt hoodie and long sleeve tee mograph blandishment shirt and then of course the that render is fire shirt which you're only allowed to wear ironically unless <laughs> you're shams you did, you, did you get shams uh that render is fire shirt oh i should i should have done that i did have. get to hang out with her for for one day uh but um because she's in in Vancouver, yeah. Um, but yeah, we should definitely we should send her a shirt for sure, or bring one yeah. to camp. Because she's bring gonna one to camp. camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we're on YouTube, MoGraph.com. Check us out there for all the info, show schedule. Make sure you get MoGraph TV going. Turn it up, rip the knob off, <laughs> and uh, also come to come to these events coming up. Um, yep, come to Half Res and uh, come to Camp MoGraph, Columbus. Columbus, come to Columbus this week. Come say yeah. hi and uh, do a little mixer and things, and <clears throat> let's talk about AI and NFTs and all of that fun stuff. So, yep, cool. All right, well, I guess that about wraps it up. We're gonna get out of here yep. until next time. I'm Dave, and I'm Matt, and I'm Nick. Have a good one. Later, yo.
pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SIGGRAPH, HALFRES, and local meetups. <laughs> Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. we got to stop this thing, Rick! It's going to kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software. Learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it. We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com. Mm-hmm.